all Noel wanted for Christmas. It's perfect. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Was the perfect life she'd always planned on. I thought we could be one big happy family. You know I'm allergic. You are going to be such a good dad. But when her new puppy made a mess of everything. My autographed baseball. My imported Parisian sofa. All busted. Maybe we could call him Buster. I can't do this. She found herself left out in the cold. I always wanted a puppy for Christmas. And now we're all I have. Ooh, who is that? Our adventure columnist. I know this is going to sound strange, but why don't you come with me? We've got plenty of room at the farm. So uh, when is Jessica coming up? I can't wait to meet her. We have heard so much about you. Oh. You're under the mistletoe. Kiss, kiss, kiss. This is not Jessica. This is Noelle from work. Hi. Now, with a little training, she'll learn that the best gifts in life. I have no boyfriend, no home, and soon no job. Are the surprises you never see coming. How's the hunky cowboy? He's great. Really, really great. Jessica's not coming. I broke it off. I was going to share this with her. But I'm happy I get to share it with you. Mar Vista Entertainment presents Cindy Busby, Grayston Holt, Christopher Russell, Allison Price, and Victoria Snow in a romantic Yuletide story about how the key to finding true love is first being true to yourself. There is no perfect key to a relationship. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be true. A puppy for Christmas. Welcome again to another Stocking Stuffer. We are rounding the bend. We are near the end. And, you know, we needed more puppies. We had some puppies, but we could always have some more. And you heard the trailer. There's a puppy. It's Christmas. I don't know that I can handle so many puppies myself, so I have brought in somebody very special to talk a puppy for Christmas. Uh, this is a voice that might be familiar to some of you who listened to us back in the days on, of Girls on Film. She is one of my favorite people who I only met once in my lifetime. She is one of my, somebody that I think is even better with dogs than I am, and I think I'm pretty good with dogs. And she is one of the few people I have ever met in my life who is a grown woman who is shorter than me. Welcome to Christina Acuna. Hello. And that was good. Thank you. I tried. I really, I I wanted to get it right. I didn't want to be the jerk that mispronounces names. Nope. Not me. Not today, Satan. (laughs) It was, uh, it was cool. The one and only unfortunate time that we met, not unfortunate, but I wish we would have met more. Yes. Uh, I am shorter than Emily, and uh, it's crazy. It was a big moment for me because I'm just not not used to that. I mean, I'm five one, so I am not like Dolly Parton and Kristen Chenoweth are also shorter than me, but I don't think I'll ever meet them. And so to, to you know to to know somebody that had always said she was short, but I'm like, how short can you be? I'm like, oh, you're shorter than me. It was it was humbling. It was a little humbling. It's sad, it's sad that my ideal height in my mind is like five two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I am all of uh, four ten and change. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you are also a bit of a Christmas movie fan, are you not? Ah, uh, my mom is. Okay, that's it. My I know mom- you watch a lot of them, and that's why. I do. She is a hardcore fanatic. Let's just say the DVR is uh, 
is always packed mm. with Christmas year round. I get it. Yeah. And so is it primarily the Hallmark ilk, the Lifetime ilk? Does she have a strong preference? I think she's all over the place. Um, there's even, I guess, another channel called UPN. Mm-hmm. And they're, yep. they've had Christmas Up Network. Movies. Yeah. And so I'm like, she'll take whatever she can get. I think she's like a, you know, like a heroin fiend, but mm. for Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mind them per se, but I would never tell her this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think um, I think my biggest problem with all of these movies are um, there's never enough like kissing. Like I don't, yeah. you know, I don't want a hardcore movie or anything like that. But just like more than just the one kiss you yep. get at the end, you know, that's always been my problem. Like just a little bit more romance. Just, just I'm with you. No, I totally get it. And most of them do end like it is the last shot of the film is a chaste kiss. Right. Um, and and usually, like, I don't even know. Usually I don't even want more than that because I don't find the characters have sexual chemistry. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one exception that I always bring up because it was like the rare case where I'm like, these two characters and actors are hot and they have sexy chemistry together and I would watch a porn with them. And it was Falling for Christmas, which is an ice skating one from a couple of years ago. And, like, and I'm watching this. I'm like, I want to see these two, like, do it. And the movie ends with the chastest, most closed mouth kiss. And I'm like, man, that, like, killed it for me. With, uh, with COVID and everything, obviously, I know, like, a lot of the movies had different precautions in place and everything. And I realized when I watched one of them this year how little a difference it makes because they're always so far from each other that you can't even tell when they're distancing. Right. Like, you know what? Again, like, they don't have to be doing it. Uh, But it's more... Dry humping's okay. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe even handheld, you know, holding hands. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not even any touching per se. You know, like, maybe like an accidental, like, oh, I bumped into you, but, you know, nothing... I, there's just nothing real physical, and sometimes I'm just like, they're so cute together. Just yeah, just, 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 just yeah, yeah. <laughs> like slap his ass. Just slap his ass. That's all I'm asking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now today's movie is a puppy for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not sure which network it was made for. It's a Mar Vista production, which Mar Vista um, is the cheap production company that bangs out a whole bunch of these. Sometimes they are Hallmark. I don't think this one was. I think this one might have been Up or maybe even Lifetime. Because um, it doesn't quite feel like Hallmark. It feels a little bit more... Um, like if Hallmark is pure vanilla, this is like vanilla bean, I think. There's a little more going on to it that feels slightly more. Agreed. And I think um, I think Mar Vista see it more on Lifetime. Yeah. And there was... There was a lot more kissing in this. And I, yeah, you're right. Um, so I definitely didn't think it was a Hallmark movie at all. Yeah, I think the difference, especially in the last year or two, is that I don't know that Hallmark acquires movies anymore. I think Hallmark movies all start as Hallmark movies, whereas Lifetime movies, a lot of them start as Mar Vista or um, some of these other smaller studio movies that get sold to Hallmark. So that's right. why I think they don't have the same... Um, Hallmark movies now all kind of look the same, whereas yeah. the other networks don't. And this one definitely, like, there's just little things about it that I found more interesting than some of the movies like this that I usually see. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the it's it's safe to say the Hallmark movies just like look kind of slick. Yes. They all look really pretty and like everything just flows right. And and this one was just a little bit, you know, a little dingier. A little I mean, I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go into the plot of a puppy for Christmas. Uh, would you like to give us a quick synopsis? Um, my own personal or read it? <laughs> oh no! D- d- let's walk through what happens in this movie. Oh, okay. So just from the get-go, when she's like, all she's ever wanted was a puppy, and she bre- breaks down like all the animals she got, she's gotten over the years as a kid. And I can't believe if her parents don't want to give her a puppy, why would you give a child a turtle that can possibly <laughs> live like? you know according to wikipedia 10 to 80 years yeah i was thinking the same or, thing like or a cockatiel yeah which you know is another you know life high expect you know life expectancy and i was just like these are not easy animals to keep up no. i was like what is everybody thinking i was expecting her to say a goldfish a pet rock or you know um a hermit crab yeah yeah Exactly. Yeah, know, uh, if you didn't already know that this woman should not own a puppy, um, you could have gotten it by the fact that she owned a turtle and a cockatiel, and both apparently didn't last like five years when both should have lasted decades. Right, right. Like, where are they? <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, yeah, so there's that, and she's like a writer. You know, they're all writers. <laughs> Obviously, you know, yeah. All of them. Uh, and you know, she has the best boyfriend. They all have the best boyfriend. The perfect boyfriend. Um, yeah, the perfect boyfriend. Um, except he's allergic to animals or dogs. And so, of course, there's the, you know, kink in the whole thing because all she wants is a dog. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, hijinks ensue, you know, I, do we just, um, yeah, I mean, she she gets a dog. She just decides, fuck it, I'm getting a I'm getting a hypoallergenic dog. Which yeah. at least she does that. You know, smart enough. Well, I like how her friend is like instead of getting pregnant, you know, like to trap him, <laughs> trap him with a puppy. And I'm like, wait, what? I don't think it works that way. <laughs> Especially when like this guy clearly just doesn't like dog. I mean, the guy's an no. asshole, but he's no. also like you also don't spring a puppy on your significant other. You don't. You just don't do no. that. Not at all. And, I mean, a baby, you're kind of like, well, you know, okay, like, we can work this out or figure something out or whatever. But it's like, a dog? Okay, that's going to, you know, that's going to make him, you know, stay in the relationship and take it to the next level. So, that was weird. I don't know. I'd probably be more willing to work for a puppy than I would a baby. But that's me. (laughs) And then, uh, so, okay, let me just say, my favorite part of this is uh obviously the puppy thing doesn't work uh or else she would be with this dude everything would be perfect and this movie would be over in 10 minutes (laughs) so um you know i like when he breaks up with her because of basically the dog and then some uh and she's like so where are you gonna live he's like what are you talking about this is my my apartment (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's a dick Because she has just moved in with him. Um, and when you move, like, having just moved, like, you spend a lot of money moving. Even if you're, mo- in her case, we're clearly, like, she was probably moving into where he was still paying more of the rent. 
But, right. like, she's just lost her security deposit, had to pay for movers. Like, she's broke. She's not good at her job, so she's about to get fired. Um, she has nowhere to go for the holidays. And then enter, what is it, Liam? Is that, is that the love interest's name? Yeah. 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 So Liam is, like, a travel writer, and he's, like, a free spirit and stuff, and he's engaged. Um, he's like... But... <laughs> super hot <laughs> he's super hot he's, he's like what's really funny about this actor was i didn't recognize him and then i looked him up and as soon as i saw the headshot because he has a very dramatic like black and white uh headshot uh-huh. on imdb i'm like oh i know i've seen this guy in like a dozen of these movies and looking through the titles i'm like i know i've seen him in something i don't recognize any of these titles because they were all so generic and it did, like, if nothing else, he does, I guess when you give him long blonde hair, he, boy, does he project a different character. <laughs> so that was interesting. Well, a side note to that, because I think this guy is just super hot. He's and very I, good looking. Yeah. Well, I watched his show uh, where he was a part of a werewolf family. Uh, <laughs> he was a side by And... I met him oh. um, at our uh, like comic book convention mm-hmm. a couple years ago. With a side note, so the show is called Bitten, and you'll like this. So the guy, one of the guys who plays his brother in the show, was also at the convention, and he's an old, um, a Hallmark Channel dude. Nice. My mom loves that guy. And <laughs> I think one of the ones, um, and you probably know this movie. Um, I think he he rides a motorcycle. They all ride motorcycles, and um, I think his family owns like, oh my god, a diner, make... Christmas store, a Christmas tree farm. Yeah, yeah. I think a Christmas. Pull tree. up my bingo card. What else could it be? Yeah, toy factory or yeah. something. And he's Cookie like the factory. bad boy. Yeah, he's like the bad boy of the family, and he has to go save the Christmas. I think it's like, oh my god, it's gonna kill me. There is no way you're gonna find it. And even if I started looking it up, I would never find it because every title is so similar. Because I made fun of him. Uh, I was like, my mom's a huge fan, and (laughs) um, and he signed a you know picture for my mom with the uh, like. I don't know the catchphrase or his name from the uh, <laughs> Hallmark his... movie. Yeah, from the Hallmark nice. movie. Okay, so the actor's name is Steve Lund. And... <gasps> yes. Oh my God, that guy is in everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's okay. in the best Christmas party ever. He's the one that he was on Schitt's Creek, I think. Also, he's in the movie is Christmas Incorporated. Yes, I've seen that one. That is the one. It's a cookie factory, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, okay. Yes. Oh, no. To say, okay. <clears throat> Riley lands herself a new job via a case of mistaken identity, and her first assignment is <gasps> to accompany right. her new boss on a trip. He's the poor little rich boy. Okay. Boy yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Riley is on um, the 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 not Brenda from the the nine hundred two and zero reboot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is yeah. that one's very Canadian. He's Canadian. I mean, I think this actor is Canadian too. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a very Canadian movie. But yes, I think. Um, he is Canadian because he's also on Schitt's Creek, which makes sense that he would be Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that was a long detour. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, believe me, it's uh, it's how we roll around these parts. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I met him and he's super sweet. 
Um, and very, very good looking. And very tall and probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All sorts of, you know, nice adjectives that you can put on (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I mean, and Liam is hunky. um, And he actually has personality, which is nice. And he has a very nice family. So, like, he's like, hey, you have nowhere to go. Come to my Christmas tree farm family in somewhere on a farm. Uh, and of course, once there, they start to fall in love. His fiance breaks up with them, like while he's there off screen. We never see her. Nope. Um, her fiance or her ex boyfriend comes and tries to win her back. Uh, she, I can't even remember how that all goes. Oh, he tries to propose to her. He tries to propose to her. Well, first off, he realizes what was the little catchphrase he was saying? Uh, models and bottles, like. Um, <laughs> He was partying so hard, and then he, like, realized that this isn't the life he wants. So he goes to propose to her, and, um, oh, then we realized that he had made a deal. (gasps) That's right. To buy a property, and it turns out the property is Liam's family Mm -hmm. Christmas tree farm. Yeah. I got really excited about, like, 20 minutes into the movie because I, I'm watching it thinking, okay, it's just going to be a, you know, different side of the tracks falling in love. And then when out of nowhere, it's like, yeah, the Christmas tree farm, but we're going to lose it this year. I'm like, oh, it's a Save the Christmas tree farm movie. And it totally is in like such a lazy, weird way. <laughs> There's some things in this movie. It's not a terrible movie. It's very cute. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But there is some really weird, like, sidetracks. Like, yep. uh... Can I mention Erica? Where did that come from? Is Erica um, her older friend or the sister? No, not at all. Apparently, Todd, Todd's real girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. It's very odd. You're right, right, right. Yeah. This this definitely feels like one. And, and there's some interesting, weird pedigree behind this one. Because I'm watching it and I was thinking, I'm like, you know, some of this is actually really funny. Like, I think the script had some really good lines, had some really cute exchanges. It's written by um, a writer named Melissa Rundle, who's done a couple of these, but nothing I recognized. The It's listed as having two directors, Justin Dyke and Miles Milne. And I don't know why there's two directors, because I think in like in IMDb it says two, but in the movie it just says Justin Dyke. So I don't know what happened, if there was some, you know, behind the scenes Alan Smithy shit going on. But what's interesting is Justin Dyke has directed a lot of these movies, including A Dog Walker's Christmas that I did a couple of years ago. Um, oh God, Christmas in the Rockies, Christmas in Paris. He, like, I think he's done, um, yeah, he's done like a dozen Christmas movies and then very recently, he did a movie that's on Shutter called Anything for Jackson that everybody is raving about. That's apparently just a really good new horror film. And then his next three credits are A Christmas Exchange, Romance in the Wilds, Christmas in the Wilds. Like, I don't know what's going on with this guy's career. I'm so interested. <laughs> and I have not watched Anything for Jackson yet. Um, but I've heard enough where I'm like, okay, I wonder if this guy just was cutting his teeth on a lot of home- of Cozy Cardigan or if, like, he really likes making these movies. I don't know. Huh. Well, now I'm interested in the Shutter film. Yeah, people it... have really liked it. 
Because that would be interesting if it was like a Christmas theme. Or... Oh, I don't think it is. Oh. Um, I think it's – I know the very quick synopsis is like a pair of grandparents are trying to um, like – put the spirit of their dead grandson into a woman's unborn child. Like that's the synopsis I have heard. And it sounds like it's creepy. It's funny. Like it just every, every I've heard from several different people that it's really good. And I'm just so intrigued because this movie is an odd one because it is clearly, you know, cheap and Canadian and quickly filmed, but there is a lot about it that I found weirdly charming. Like what did you, I, I mean, it, it's it was a I did like it a lot and I can understand why you mean charming like I like um liked his family there wasn't mm-hmm. any nobody was bitchy there's yeah. always a bitchy person on these shows um and other than Todd but right who's fun like who's such a douche that he's amusing yeah yeah um you actually feel bad for him you know like right. you just didn't get it yeah, exactly. Um, I like the sister a lot. Which were there some hints, undertones there? Do, oh, the do sister? you think the sister was kind of into Noel? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there. I think what I like about this one is that there is like the characters had actual character which is really not something you find in these movies like they're not giving brilliant performances they're not like all totally wacky but there is something like kind of genuine and unique about the even the relationships like her relationship with um liam it's yes we've seen it a million times but there's like enough little nuances to it to where it just feels a little bit more real than most of these stories that are just oh two attractive people are in proximity to each other so therefore they're gonna fall in love yeah okay yeah yeah definitely definitely like they'd worked together for a long time and you know I think I think she might have been a little jealous of him just because of his writing career like being it seemed to come easier to him right yeah right um, and then I think, you know, she started to, you know, you could see where maybe she thought he was a little annoying, but then, you know, realized like, oh, this is actually a nice dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, especially when uh, he invites her to go, like he sees, oh, you have nowhere to go for Christmas and you're homeless. Like, just come to the farm with me. And she's like, oh, right. you would, you would do that for me. Like, it's just this really nice moment and nothing's like really read into it it's not this immediate like oh it's like obviously you know you know they're gonna fall in love but the movie right. doesn't treat it that way it treats it as like no they are two people that are co-workers who are driving together um in the car and laughing like it didn't it every moment didn't have that like weird loaded energy it just kind of developed weirdly naturally for a movie like this i like what you're saying you're right and then you actually felt like they'd worked together for a while and you know if they were just, you know, cubicle buddies or so to speak, like, and you're correct. It didn't feel like, you know, what's his story or what's yeah. her story? None of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it felt like, like you said, you know, he was like a, just a nice dude. who was like, look, just, you know, you don't have obviously anywhere to go. Just come yeah. with family. Yeah. It, no big deal. Yeah. Now she should not have gotten a puppy. God, no. <laughs> No, 
no, no doubt. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. I also enjoy, I like the fake dog barking that which is <laughs> <laughs> it was just like constant and it and that's how you know it's like it, it doesn't work that way but it was just like constantly like <laughs> remember <laughs> there's a dog in this movie yeah yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> you're like they don't do that all the time <laughs> no they do not <laughs> if they did nobody would ever get a puppy no not at all and also i mean yeah you're like the you're so irresponsible with this dog. Like she's just letting it like terrorize this yeah. people's home. You don't know. Uh, uh, no one, yeah. you know, if your boyfriend wasn't allergic to the dog, he, you know, I would have serious thoughts about like, what are you doing? Right. Just getting, am I going to get a crate? Am I getting a dog walker? Am I sending him to right. doggy daycare? Like you don't just get a puppy. And then like, I don't know, I guess I'll sneak him into my purse and bring him to the office <laughs> and let him sit there for eight hours. That's not how puppies work. And when he beat on her and she's like, Oh man. And it's like, uh, you know, this happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she had a lot to learn. So with that, let's go into the list, right? Because the first thing is the lead need of a lesson. And I guess you could say like, oh, she needed to learn to live more naturally and let things happen. Also, she needed to learn how to train a fucking puppy. Right. Right. Number one. Yeah. More than anything. You know what? There's a thing, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's called Google. And, (laughs) uh, or YouTube as well. Like, I'm sure she could have gotten some handy tips, you Mm -hmm. know, just very very basic yeah. thing yeah yeah, yeah. Like, she's uh, a journalist I, she can read stuff oh. pretty well i would think although she's not a very good one so who knows <laughs> now number two is our setting big bad city charming small town magical winter wonderland and i guess here it's a christmas tree farm so kind of that charming small town christmas tree farmness to it right 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 yeah right. it's clearly canada yeah yeah and uh you know just Everybody has, uh, what's he goes, we're going to have to go off road. And I'm like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're going to have to climb mountains or I don't know what the hell's going on here. (laughs) Neither the movie doesn't show us. So boy, that was a really tough drive. We just had. Yeah. And then when she's like, I love this part. She's like, how did everybody get here? (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, there's a paved road over there. Like, and that's the thing. Like there were like little lines like that where I'm like, this is funny. Like there are certain like, there's sharp writing here on occasion let's see number three is our bland love interest and here like we you know like liam's a little bland but like you've got like todd as the like epitome of the like awful poor little rich boy yeah yeah we know he's a bad guy because he doesn't like mac and cheese right or um oh okay all right fine i get that people are allergic to to animals and dogs i get that and or people, you know, don't, you know, just have to take Benadryl and deal with it because they want a dog real bad, you know. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that, you know, he couldn't, he was allergic to a real tree and a fake tree. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, there I mean, comes a point, and like we all know that person who's like, oh, I, I'm allergic to this and this and this. You're like, no, no, but you're, you're just saying that because you don't want to eat it. Right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. I was like, a fake tree come on you know she's like i forget what was it a bonsai or what was his oh i think it was a bonsai they put a they put a a ornament on the yeah yeah yeah. 
And again, that was a line that like actually made me chuckle. And I don't like normally chuckle in earnest watching these. <laughs> no. Uh, yep. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, number four is the montage, of which we have several. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the opening is sort of like a Polaroid picture um, recap of her life with killing pets at an early age, I guess. Uh, there is the driving to the farm while flirting, yep. but not really flirting, like just kind of having fun. Um, the sledding with the huskies. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. We, okay. So, okay. So how do we go from a Christmas tree farm to all of a sudden we have huskies here? I was like, wait, where are we? Uh, yeah. uh, oh my God. I was so disappointed that Gramps wasn't Santa Claus. <laughs> I so thought we were going in that direction. Because it's like, yeah. oh, here's the ledger with all of these these expenses, and we how do we account for this? And oh, and he has huskies that are named for reindeer, and like, I'm like, yeah, because huskies, like, I don't know, maybe was he also breeding huskies? But if so, couldn't he have been a better dog trainer for the puppy? I there was a lot of unanswered questions I had, a lot of unanswered questions, and I just thought of something that I made a note, mental note in my head, and I didn't write it down. When she's talking about her family, she's like. Oh, my mom with the racist boyfriend and the, my <laughs> right, and I was like, um, awkward. Yeah, yeah. This and this is a good one because it moves us into number five, which is dead parents, and it's really weird and very deliberate that she does not have dead parents. That instead right. she has a mother who who married a racist guy and her father who got married and like doesn't talk to her anymore who's yeah whose whole family apparently hates her right and you're like when that happened in the beginning because i'm like oh this like this is going to be a sort of like mean rich girl who learns her lesson kind of thing Mm-hmm. And it's not like no. she's ditzy. She's definitely like very girly. Like she, like you know, she has to kind of like let her, um, you know, like, there like there's jokes about her wearing like wearing heels to go to the farm, but they don't really go right. anywhere. Like she like figures it out pretty quickly. Of like, no, I can wear flannel. But it's a really, especially for a movie like this that normally avoids any kind of like you don't use the R word in in these movies. Like nobody's no. racist. They are, no. but we never say it out loud. No. And, like, for her to have that, like, throwaway line, it's this very odd, like, oh, no, this is definitely not Hallmark. And it's just weird. And, I mean, this was 2016, so it's also interesting that I feel like that was right around the time we really started having those, like, where the, not the joke, but, like, whenever you talk to anybody about the holidays, it was like, oh, are you going to see your family? No, they're racist. Like, no, they voted for Trump. Like, this was right around that time. Right. But it was such a throwaway line though yeah. it was, and it was very quick we don't go into it no. at all you know she says it and Liam kind of like registers it and then it's like okay and then and that's <laughs> it and I was like did she just say her mother's boyfriend is a racist I was like what is happening it's I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't write it down and I would have forgotten that but it's definitely there, and I don't know what to make of it. Because it does feel like of this movie... Because there's a few like this. Um, like, last year, um, we watched Holly's Holiday, 
was one that like was definitely made with a little more of an edge, but like in a fun way where it was getting away with things. Um, and there's another movie. It's probably going to be the episode that will come out right before this one, which is going to be like, you should definitely watch it because it's like the weird alternative universe of this movie. And it's 12. Oh. It's the 12 pups of Christmas. <laughs> and there's so many things in there that sort of are like a sort of like darker mirror version of this one. But it's also like um, similar in that way where there's there's just like these odd things going on that don't have to be there. And it's, yeah, it's like, it's such a weird thing for us to spend so much time like talking about this one throwaway line. But you have to understand that we don't get that in these movies. And it's, yeah. you have to call it out when you see it. No, and even, and, and then the, to add more weirdness, her like older lady friend who's like a cougar or <laughs> yes I, I didn't know what their relationship was i didn't know if she was like is she supposed to be like the president of the you know like the magazine or like i didn't know who this woman was to her did we it figure was... that out was she just a neighbor i don't know it's <laughs> really right I, I don't know and i felt like i don't want to rewatch the whole thing per se but i was like I feel like I need to rewind when we first see them together because I it it's just like they're having coffee, talking, and she's giving her advice about her boyfriend, but I don't know who this woman is to her, and I was like, is that her? It's supposed to be her mom, and then it's not her mom, and then you're just like, who is this, like, weird old lady? <laughs> <laughs> you're really right. Um, yeah, and I've got nothing. Uh, no. It, it's really strange because she's, yeah. Like, I, I thought in my mind, it's, you know what it is? It's one of those things, and this is, like, one of those dangerous things about, like, um, like different, like, human psychology of how easy it is that we accept things, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, right. yeah, they were talking to their neighbors. Yeah, it's normal. It's their neighbors. No, they never said they were neighbors. Emily, you just, yep. in your mind, decided, well, why else, in what other, like, general capacity is a young, like, 28-year-old career woman, like, really good friends with an unrelated woman in her 60s, like, yeah, like, and I mean, I have, I have friends who are older, like, I, I do have some friendships like that, but not the, like, but there's a story there, and we don't get it. No, not at all, and then, and then this lady wasn't your typical, she wasn't your typical, you know, oh, it's her yeah. elderly neighbor, or I don't want to call her elderly, you know, like, I don't know how old she is, but you know, she's probably what, like late fifties, early sixties, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, she's not like, you know, grandma, you know, she's not like a little, like, you know, she make brings cookies over or anything like that. No, there's nothing like that. She's like this sophisticated, like, yeah, she brings tequila over and is like, Oh, Hey, come on over later. I'm, you know, I'm having a sex toy party. Like she's that kind of lady. Because she is, like, she's on Tinder, she's, like, sleeping with younger dudes left and right, breaking their hearts, apparently. Yeah. And then, because we do get dead parents here. Um, It's his dead parents, right? His parents died, I forget, is it an accident, or do they just skirt over the fact that, like, they're both dead somehow? Uh, It's a car accident. Okay. Um, You know, when you don't want to explain too much. Right, so it's a car accident. So yeah. he's got dead parents, and then his gr- so his grandmother and grandfather raised him. His grandmother is dead, recently dead, right? Um, and also very important to the story. 
And then this leads to like another one of my favorite tropes, which is the setting up the, um, you know, the two unrelated old people together. And I'm watching this thinking, it's really sweet that like, is it Nancy? Like, um, that this woman and uh, uh, Gramps are going to get together, but she is going to eat Gramps alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am yeah. scared for that man. Yeah, I think her name's Helen. Helen. Which even sounds kind of like a sophisticated, yeah. like, you know, lady. I don't <laughs> Like, older lady Helen, you know. Um, yeah, she's going to eat him, but... At the same time, you also think, you know, maybe that's what she's always been searching for, you know? True, true. A, a man who almost could be Santa Claus. Um, right. Now, number six is my other favorite, which is the sassy sidekick. It's the sister. Oh, my God, yes. Who is often the sister character and who is most easily identifiable by her large dangly earrings. And my God does, uh, I don't, I didn't write her name down. But this this woman and her earrings, my gosh. Joyce was the sister's name. Joyce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, um, well, everything about her is just, like, flamboyant and loud. <laughs> yeah. She's, she reminded me of some actress that I couldn't put my finger on. But, like, she is, like, that comedic actress who never was, like, the side wacky character that shows up to make a face and goes away. Right, 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 right. I liked her, though. I, liked I do, her too. Yeah. And again, it's another, like, weird parallel to A Puppy for Christmas, because she is definitely into Noelle. Like, she's into Noelle and Liam getting together, but she also seems really into Noelle. Like, from the beginning, like, I mean, Noelle ends up drunk wearing a Santa Claus, Claus outfit, and she's like, how did I get into this? And you're like, oh, I know how you got into that. And in, a, in 12 Pups of Christmas, a- there's also a sister character who is clearly into the lead. Well, they say something about that. I think even Noel said, "Oh, she must have liked that or something." Because yeah, there's a weird line there between her and Liam about how she ended up in the Santa outfit, and and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, well, all right, go get a girl. It's fine. That's fine." (laughs) Now, number seven is our evil woman or boss character. And we get, like, we actually kind of have a few villain-ish figures here. You get, like, her boss. She has a boss who is very strict. But her boss, like, I say that, and then I'm like, her boss isn't strict. Her boss has two rules. Do your fucking job and write the article you're supposed to write for me. And don't bring your dog to work because we have a don't bring your dog to work policy. Which is completely reasonable. Right, right. Yeah, I I was just going to say her boss actually felt very lenient with her when she's yeah. like, okay, just take the rest of the week off. And you're like, okay. You That's know, nice. Like, yeah. That is nice. She didn't like, you know, you have until the end of the day to get the article in. No, she was just like, just take the weekend, you know, the rest of the week off. Nobody's going to be here and, you know, work on it. And you're just like, okay. After she's already said that she's given her all these extensions as well. Yeah. So I didn't think she was, she was bad, but yeah. there is a. Uh, I guess you could say Todd's evil. Oh yeah, and then Todd's boss, who you never see but you hear on the phone. Yes, 
and I guess that's it, right? Well, I would also argue that Lisa, the ghost fiance that we never see, Uh-oh. the Maris, if you will, right? She's kind of presented as this untouchable woman who, you know, just would rather travel the world than settle down on that Christmas tree farm. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, definitely. When he's like, you know, I, my favorite line, which is, uh, it's not my favorite line, but it's, you know, pretty typical line where it's like, I don't ever want to be somebody's second, like, best or, you know, second choice. And he was always her second choice. Like, you know, mm-hmm. do I to Liam or do I continue on this adventure that I'm on? And, you know, there was always, apparently, it seems like there's always been, a quote-unquote reason or excuse for her not to be there. Okay, and that's important to identify in a relationship before it goes too far. Right, 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 right. Now, I guess Erica? Yeah, but I don't blame her. I mean, it's Todd's the one who's making the decision to have sex with her. She, you know, I, I, I would, you know, to me... Sure, you probably shouldn't have sex with somebody if you know they're in a committed relationship with somebody else, but you're not the real bad guy in that relationship. It's the person who is actively cheating on somebody, I would argue. You are correct, but if you're aware that you're the side chick, then, you know, you're just as guilty. Now, if you have no idea... And he's playing both of them. Oh, of course, yeah. Then you're in the clear. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on the nature of it. I don't know. I'm less apt to judge the third party in a cheating scandal than I am the the person who is actively hurting somebody else. Agreed. Okay, agreed, yes. Um, Let's see, number eight is slapstick. And because we have a puppy, of course, we have a lot of puppy knocking things over puppy chewing on things he shouldn't chew on puppy peeing on her laptop yeah and her in that hometown dude was able to fix that nothing <laughs> right no nobody's fixing that computer i don't know in what parallel dimension that's gonna happen yeah. i mean no. y- you you are somebody who has had many dogs in your life like do does did this slapstick ring true to you is this the life of a dog owner Yes. Yeah. No, for sure. Especially a puppy. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. Yeah. Have they ever peed on your laptop? No. Good. That has not happened. Excellent. But I have, but, you know, there's been many quote unquote accidents where you're laying on the couch and all of a sudden it feels extra warm on you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. uh, but never on my laptop. No, no. Good. I'm not Good. a fool. Who would leave uh, electronics near a <laughs> A dog who has no training whatsoever, let us remind you. Mm-hmm. All right, so number nine is the sage old person. Um, and I, I mean, at first you think it's going to be Helen because she is giving like marriage advice, but then it quickly turns to grandpa. Oh, for sure. Yeah, without yeah. question. Who, yeah. disappointingly, is not Santa Claus. No. <laughs> so mad about that. We don't have Santa Claus in this movie. I did not have any surprise Santa Clauses this year. I am very disappointed. It is my favorite trope when somebody just magically at the end of the movie is like, by the way, I'm Santa Claus. And the, <laughs> I, this movie was rife for it. It's a fucking Christmas tree farm. He's got dogs named for reindeer. Why wasn't he Santa Claus? And he's not a fat dude, but he was plump. He was a good shape for Santa Claus. Yeah. A good shape, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 
The man was born to play Santa Claus at some point in his career. He probably did. I didn't look up the actor, but I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he looks very, very familiar to me. Um, And I need to look him up, to because I'm sure I've seen him. He looks... Derek McGrath. I believe he is also Canadian. Um, And so you've probably seen him in anything filmed in Canada. Um... (laughs) done a lot of tv i'm just trying to see anything uh okay 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 now now we're we're into the good stuff last chance for christmas he played santa oh there you go there's your santa yep he was in uh, one of the north pole movies which i actually really liked the first one Uh, but north pole opened for christmas which i think was the second or third one he played peter elfman nice Uh, i get it uh let's see uh christmas with tucker oh christmas tree christmas magic he's been in a lot of christmas movies that's that's right up your alley oh totally (laughs) something called zombie dearest yeah so okay i i feel better knowing this man has played santa claus Right, um, right. But, so, oh, he was on Cheers for a while, apparently. He played Andy Schroeder on Cheers. I am sure I should know who that is. I'm sure my husband knows who that is, but I don't. Fascinating. So, a long career. Um, and he was very adorable and had a nice presence. Oh, he was on Freaked, the movie. He was Worm. No. Yeah. What? I, I can see that. I, I can see that. Yeah. I just, I, um, I'm trying to remember the line that Worm always has, like, cause he's, I'm like, he has like the last line of that movie and it's very funny. It's been so long since I've seen Freaked. Oh my God. I, I, seeing that, I can, seeing that his name is in there, I can see his face. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It all comes together now. Yeah. I also want to put a little Santa hat on him as Worm, but <laughs> I'm not going to let that one go. What if he put it in his contract that he just was not going to do Santa this time? Ooh, maybe. I mean, he, you know, he'd been in enough of these movies that he probably had that clout at that point. Right? Yeah. Like, I always think of the way, like, the I, I think of, like, in my mind, the way the Hallmark thing happens is they, like, take, like, their Hallmark ladies, right? It's like, okay, Candace Cameron, Lisa Chabert, formerly Laura Laughlin, Alicia Witt, like, whoever else. And I want to know, like, how it works. Like, do they send, like, back in the day when they would only do, like, ten movies a year, did they send the ten scripts to, like, their top choice? Or was it, like, Lacey, pick which script you want to do. And then they send the next nine to Candace Cameron. And then they send the next eight to, you know, Alicia Witt or whoever it might be. Like, I always wondered if that's the way it went, where they all like how that works do they get a say in what they get to do like who's really making that decision like surely they're trying to get you know i'm sure i'm sure there's reasons for like okay if we're spending a lot of money on like a body swap one then we'll get the like lisa chabert or candace cameron to bring in more more of an audience um but i remember this with um a couple of years ago i think it was once upon a holiday where it was a princess like a european princess in new york but they cast Brianna Evigon as the princess. Brianna Evigon was in Step Up 2. And, like, she has, like, more of, like, this, like, husky New York voice. And it was so clear that they just, like, ran out of scripts and were like, oh, we have this one. I guess, yeah, I guess we can do this. And I wonder, like, in this case, if it was similar with this actor where it's like, hey, like, we have all these Santa scripts. I don't want to be Santa. What else do you have? Um, right. I guess you can play Gramps. I'll take it. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get to go to Canada for a week. Wonderful. Actually, that is something that I would really, that is a really good, um, I like where you're going with this. I'd like to know how these scripts are doled out. Yeah. You know, because obviously you have your top tier ladies um, and they have to get like first choice, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the trickle down effect on the rest of the scripts. Yeah. And then I haven't seen Alicia Witt in one in a long time. She, I know she was doing like, I know a couple of them had like kind of switched to home. They seem to have like switched to Lifetime. I know like Hillary Burton made a big thing about it last year because last year was when Hallmark did the whole like weren't gonna air the Zola commercial, and Hillary Burton like released a statement saying like, well, I'm no longer working with Hallmark. I'm gonna work with Lifetime now. Uh-huh. Um, oh, which like cool, good for her. Um, and I think, like, I feel like that ha- that's happened too. A lot of them have sort of jumped ship to different networks. Mm-hmm. But with Alicia Witt, I'm not sure. You're right. I, I I don't have Hallmark anymore, so I don't know if she did one this year. But she's usually also very, like, active on social media about, like, hey, here I am in Vancouver filming my next Christmas movie. And I haven't seen that. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe she's not this year out. Uh, I take that back. I'm looking at her IMDb. Uh. Yeah. Christmas Tree Lane. Oh, that sounds wildly inventive and unique. <laughs> she's in one of my mom's favorite ones. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it. She's like a little antique um, business owner with the rich boyfriend. And um, she goes to visit his family. Uh, but there's like an accident. And... and she ends up going to the wrong family's house. She thinks she's going to her boyfriend's family house. And, um, what is it Don't called? I've seen I'm, that one. What? Is that, Are is, you... is that the one where her, um, love interest is black? No. Okay. Uh, cause I know she did one, cause it's like the poster always stands out to me. Cause it's like the only poster in any of these where you have seem to have a, a, black man and a white woman wow no i was not aware of that no it's called a very merry mix-up oh and i know of it but i i was gonna watch it last year i think i recorded it but i didn't get to it my mom loves that one interesting like loves it okay <laughs> i'll put it on my radar the one she did this year was for the hallmark mr hallmark uh what is it something in movies and mysteries mm. and i will say the one other reason that i would eventually watch it is drake hodgeston is in it who some does that name ring a bell to you at all no oh i guess you were not a fan of days of our lives in the late 80s to oh, today where i think ABC he's still on girl. it girl uh, oh no but, yeah this was john black <laughs> formerly roman brady <laughs> i know this guy though i'm looking at his imdb i i am aware of who he is but yeah i was i was an all my children understandable uh, i get it yeah i mean when life look lives. We had demonic possessions and women being buried alive, which I oh. would say is better, but whatever. <laughs> Who am I to judge? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We're on to the bonus round. So the bonus round are things that usually show up, but not always. Uh, starting with public domain holiday songs, which always show up. And of course, they're here. Um, we get a lot of Deck the Halls. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some Jingle Bells in there. Um, and this one has a lot of those, like, fake original Christmas songs 
that feel they, like somebody they just use them in the montage. Definitely, all the montages are not to Christmas songs. They're to like it's time to celebrate. So let's wrap presents. Like these songs that nobody has ever heard, but keep, oh, unless yeah. you watch these movies, right? Right, like. So we're driving along and having fun. And then you're Snow like, outside and we're going to snow snowballs at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. A cloying, cock-blocking child. No, I don't think we have any children in this movie, right? No, no children. No. You could argue that the dog is kind of cock-blocking because he does definitely break up Todd and Noel. Okay. Oh, okay. If you're going to go that way, yes, you're yeah. correct. Yeah. And Buster but is young. it brings her and Liam together. This is very true. Very true. And then at the end, he gets an- gets her another puppy. Because oh if there's God. one thing this woman needs, it's another fucking puppy. That was really cute. I was like, wait, what? Why is that? <laughs> You're like, no, no, we're not we're not doing that, right? Oh God, we are. Yeah. Oh my God. One side note. So <laughs> when Todd leaves the dog in the car and then like I know he didn't roll down the window. I was like dump that dude oh right yeah if we didn't know already right it's like it's the easiest shorthand for a character and it works for me anytime like you want me to like a character have them have a dog and treat it well you want me to not like a character have a character say oh i don't like dogs okay i know what kind of a person you are easy yeah 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 or uh wait what do you why did you call my dog a mutt or like why did you pretend to the pretend kick or whatever. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's very easy, efficient storytelling and character building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. The next thing is ice skating, which we don't get ice skating. We do get snowball fighting. So we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something. Uh, Canadianisms or signs that the film, the movie was not filmed in winter. Um, we get a lot of Canadianisms because I think everybody in this movie is Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. The dad, the grandpa, especially like there's a great moment where he really says like, we heard so much about you. You're like, Oh, they didn't even think to catch that one. Uh, character with a Christmas-related name. Uh, oh, Noel. Uh huh. Our lead name is is her name is Noel. Yeah. I was um, like, yeah. Uh, really? <laughs> no. Yeah. And it's really her name is actually Noel Baker, which makes you think that you're getting like, oh, like they should have saved that name for one of like the you know cupcake movies, but they weren't. No hindsight. <laughs> And she does at the end when she gets the puppy. I think they named the puppy Holly. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, which my parents had a dog, which which was the first dog I remember having. Uh, who was a uh, when they got her, they got her at Christmas, and they named her Holly. So I always I always like a dog named Holly. Aww. She was a German Shepherd mix. Mm-hmm. Let's see a Christmas tree lighting. Um, we do like we get a lot of Christmas tree stuff in the movie that decided it also had to be about Christmas trees. Right. There's and the, also, yep. the tree looked really small when Joyce was dragging it back. <laughs> or was that me? Like, no, looked- yeah, because they find it, like, they're like, this is the perfect tree, and it's gigantic, and they're, they have to cut right. it down. And then it ends up, yeah, it didn't seem that hard to then drag a very far away way and put it up inside the house. No, I was like, is that the same tree? I was yeah. like, what's happening? Yeah. Um, and of course there's a big like decorating thing because Noelle hasn't decorated a tree in a long time mm. surprisingly there is no karaoke which I really like I feel like there's a deleted scene of them all getting shit faced on eggnog and or moonshine I guess right yeah moonshine yeah they were definitely like singing like strip jingle bells or something oh for sure mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, especially since she ends up in the sister's outfit, so I'm kind of like... It tells you a lot of what you need to know. Exactly. There are wild times on this. What happens on the farm stays on the farm. Pretty much. And it it ties up really nicely, and everybody's okay with it. Right? Like, Noelle's not even embarrassed by it. She's like, okay, whatever. And you're like, (laughs) uh, you just met these people. (laughs) Which I, like, again, like, I liked it, like, because I feel like normally we'd get a very prissy, like, Oh my god, I'm in a Santa outfit. Instead, she's like, "Why am I in a Santa outfit?" Okay, I guess I got drunk last night. Like, yeah, it wasn't the characters as much as they were clearly like stock types. They didn't have to fit every aspect into that stock, right? Right. No, you're right. You're totally right. And I did like how um, she you could see her warming up, like even on the car ride. Like you could just see her. She was like. Oh, this guy's like so annoying. And then, like, you see in the montage that she's like kind of warming up to just mm-hmm. relaxing to the whole thing. So, yeah, which is no, good job with her. Yeah. yeah. It uh, wasn't too much fish out of water. Like, you know, I mean, there yes. was, but she went with it and she wasn't, and she didn't make like a big production about it. True, very true, which is definitely how I feel like other movies would not have been as like disciplined about it or they just would have gone for the easy fish out of water until the last minute when she's not and this didn't right. like it just let her kind of be a normal human being who has certain tendencies but once you're around people that don't like you go with the flow and that's what she did oh, with, yeah. right totally yeah yeah definitely right. the next thing is the sprinkle sound effect which is that like sort of wind chimey uh, fairy noise that we get and they play it I didn't I, I think they really only play it for the title actually is when you really hear it like so it's in the opening credits they, they put it there I think you're right I think the only real sound effect was the barking yes which it's is used I, and abused quite a bit oh my god but I think it was just like here's a cute part riff, riff. Yep. you know that was there <laughs> it was definitely like the way there's like a Wilhelm scream like it's like the Wilhelm bark because it's the same yeah. bark the entire movie. <laughs> it's like somebody's got a synthesizer and they just keep pressing like the same key over and over again. Not, yeah, no, that's exactly what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. The uh, careful balance of red and green in costumes. She's definitely, she wears a lot of red. A lot of red. So much red. Um, I feel like there's he... definitely like very primary colors, but I don't know that he wears green. I think he does. I think it's more like... Um... Because he's like a uh, adventure kind mm-hmm. of person, I felt like I saw him in more like earthy, like like uh, maybe not bright green, more like but heather like, green kind of thing. Yeah, or yeah, like olive green. Yeah, yep. uh, But she was definitely, I mean, decked out in bright red. Yes, oh. yes. Like very strong and like very like oversized costume jewelry kind of thing. Yeah, like she is like the dresses for a holiday party every day of the year. Seemed to be right, her style. Right, perfect. Yes. Yeah. Um, baking. We didn't. We have her trying to cook. I guess beef Wellington. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which I have uh, watched enough Hell's Kitchen to know isn't is very easy to do wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, um, she, oh, I can't remember what she does know how to cook. She, is it mac and cheese? Mac and cheese, yep, yep. And Liam happens to, uh, also be able to only do mac and cheese as well. Which, 
Typically, I mean, that's really how you know you're meant for each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, good. I can make dinner for you and you can make dinner for me and we'll eat the same thing forever and die young I mean, because we're eating mac and cheese. Cheese unites us all. You know? This is true. This is true. <laughs> Except for Todd, who was probably uh, like couldn't handle dairy for all we know. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And he and he's the type who wouldn't just like go with it you know just like because it's so delicious and just deal with the repercussions later right or like kind of you know shuffle it around his plate to, and wait for her to turn around you know and then right. give it to the dog right. or something no right yeah no yeah, no he makes a thing of it yeah yeah <laughs> let's see and then the last thing is actors inability to act with an empty coffee cup or actors inability to pretend to eat so there's not much actual eating that happens mm-mm um, no. There, there is. I put a note that um, the fi- the lugging of the hay seemed very. Watching it, I'm like, that hay is not that heavy. They're trying to make <laughs> it look very heavy, but that hay is not that heavy. Um. Oh wait. Um. He does when they're in driving in the car and she's yes. popping candy or mm-hmm. something his mouth, and they do have the marshmallows. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so there's 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 enough. You know, these actors were fed, yeah. so that's always a good yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> they had, it's fine. They're fine. Candy yeah. the same as all. So it does hit most of the beats, most of the marks. Um, mm-hmm. Disappointingly, no Santa Claus, which makes me very angry. But a lot of other things in there. Overall, um, would you recommend this movie, and who would you recommend it to? Um, you know what? I would. I I had a good time. I like, and I actually like. I like the overall story. I thought it was really mm-hmm. cute. Who would I recommend this? I mean, definitely a dog lover. Um, anybody who likes fine dudes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what the, the, this movie's like, subtitle should have been like, if you like fine dudes, this is the movie for you. Also, puppies. Well, when you told me which movie, and I was like, oh, God. And then I looked at <laughs> Cast and I was like, I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was just looking through. I'm like, what titles are out there? I'm like, oh, a puppy for Christmas. I should do that one. I'm like, oh, Christina likes puppies. I'll have her on the show. I wasn't honestly. I was thinking of you more for Buster than I was for Liam. Yeah, okay, I, I appreciate that, but yeah, thank you for Liam though. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. I mean, really, because he's in like a dozen of these, so we can pick another one next time. I'm down. <laughs> yep. Um, how did you feel about Buster's performance? Buster stole the show. Yeah, he was a good he, dog. He also, if you notice, growled at Todd. So mm-hmm. Buster knew that. Oh yeah, like yeah. You know, dogs know. They do. Um, so you know, yep. A plus for Buster all the way. Yep. Have you um, been around a lot of cockapoos? No. Yeah. No, uh, in, and that's where it gets weird with these like uh, designer like, mutts, dogs. yeah, designer dogs. Yeah, I mean, I've been around poodles, you know, just regular old poodles or a cocker spaniel, or whatever. But like, not yeah, cockapoo or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've I feel like cockapoos are very hit or miss. Often, um, cocker spaniels can be a little much. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, po- I, I really like poodles I've had a lot of great experiences with poodles and poodle mixes um, but cockapoos are, seem to be one of those dogs who are like one of those they're always adorable and they and they know it so that they can be terrible I, 
I can see that. Like, you can see it in their face that they know that they're really cute. Yeah, and they can get away with anything. They're like Jack Russell's that way. Right, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I would also recommend it if any if you're somebody that's like, like genuinely watches Christmas movies and is looking for some of the ones that are a little better than not. I I found this one enjoyable. I thought it wasn't like it wasn't on the level of Holly's Holiday or or Naughty or Nice, but it was watchable. It was pretty. It was cute, and like I I did like chuckle occasionally, and I liked where it was going. Yeah, and I like I said before, like you know. They weren't boning each other, but it felt really nice to like mm-hmm. the small kids that they had. Like if it, it, it really, it didn't feel forced, and it yep. went with the story. It just felt natural that you know that they would just reach over and kiss each other. Yeah. You know, it was nice. Agreed. Really agreed. Thank you so much for joining us. If people would like to you know, learn more about you or anything you want to put out in the universe of whoever listens to this podcast before we go? Uh, yeah, I'm most, I mean, I do social media, but I'm mostly work social media. So, you know, if you guys want to support my store, I would appreciate it. Um, cactus underscore music. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, we're on Instagram twitter um and also you know i'm on facebook um i should be more active on there but i get lazy you know no never feel bad about not being active on facebook (laughs) believe me that's what most of us like make resolutions to do so you're doing it right it's okay (laughs) but i feel like we're pretty lucky because um we're surrounded by such like a good group of people you know from our casting and Mm -hmm. our movie group that um, when people are like, "Oh, I had to stop on following that person," I was like, oh, "It never, never happens to me." Had- yeah, yeah, same. Uh, no, yeah. I'm pretty much on my same speed. Um, saw movies or, you know, pretty much the same political views. We're good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice when you can do that. It's and it says yeah. something I think about about you and the people you know it, the people you surround yourself with says a lot about you as a person. I think. Um, which is always a nice thing. And of course, the dogs that you surround yourself with in your case. Oh, I, you know, I can't imagine people who don't have some type of pet, whether it's a cat, a dog or whatever you're into, you know, uh, I just, I couldn't imagine not having, you know, a a companion like that. You know, I mean, they're invaluable. They really are. Yeah, yeah, they bring out the best in us. They they make us be better people. Some, yeah, sometimes I, they pee on our laptops, but what can you do? Train them. Yeah, they, no, you just get another one. That will solve the problem. Uh, <laughs> Didn't you learn anything watching a puppy for Christmas? I was looking at Liam the whole time. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see where your puppy love went. <laughs> All right, that was a puppy for Christmas. Everybody, give it a shot. What have you got to lose? 90 minutes of your time. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. I want, I want, I want a puppy in the